You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple Film. I'm Steve, and returning this week is Chris and Brad, the guys that are always going through these wacky movies with me. Uh, guys, we, we drew a theme. Uh, Chris, remind them, uh, what did we draw? Uh, Godzilla. <laughs> oh, how'd you pronounce it? Gojira. Yeah, Gojira. <laughs> Brad, you picked the first one. Let them know. What do you got? Uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. This one is interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting is one way of put. Yeah, it is. Like I would say, this one is definitely the most bizarre, interesting one out of the three we picked. But I feel every Godzilla, except for like the new iterations, are they all very similar in feel and style and. Yeah, like I feel like he comes like in the ones where he's fighting stuff. He, you know, he like kind of shows up after the monster shows up and he's like, Oh, I'm here to protect you with a monster. The bad guy like destroys the city. We have a lot of talking from Japanese people about stuff. Sometimes it's goofy. Sometimes it's like, you know, like artsy, like, Oh, we got to get these artifacts to help Godzilla. And then Godzilla comes, gets his ass kicked, goes, recovers, gets some electricity, comes back and then defeats the monster. Mm -hmm. And then the, you know, the people are like, yay, but I'm, this one threw in some curveballs. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys watch these in English. Yeah, dubbed English, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was like, I wonder how much, I just thought I watched the wrong movie because I have the wrong one pulled up. I was like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, I wonder how much of the, the dialogue is like MXC style to where like, we just don't have it right. If you watch it subtitled, it'd be completely different. I imagine they get like 80% of the translation correct. Cause you know, like when they were sending us these movies and whoever was distributing them in the eighties and nineties, how much did they care? I mean, they just probably like, well, we think it says this. Let's just go with that. Yeah, probably. We did watch one, not two, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> one had, from 1974. Yeah, I had two pulled up and I was like, I don't recognize any of this. Yeah, this is going back about as far as we have. About the same 74 is when we did um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. Have we done anything that's I don't think earlier so. than that? Uh, Strange Brew just turned 40. So, no. Yeah, but that was the early 80s, so. right? Yeah. I think that was the yeah, if it's 80s. 40. I just It just turned 40 like two days ago. Now I don't get it. Is Godzilla friendly with everybody or is he kind of, they kind of friendly? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I got the big old collection that like came out somewhere, I want to say in the early 90s. Uh, so let me grab, was it Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla here? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up, is this one or two? Because I think there's like three. Let's say there's Mecha Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla 2. And then mm -hmm. I think they won, made one in the 2000s or something. Uh, most likely we yeah. can look that up, but we ain't gonna. No, no. no. I, I, as soon as I saw that there was multiple of them, I'm like, I don't care. We're watching the 74 one. <laughs> There's too many of these. Uh, Brad, before we get into it, well, actually, Brad, 
Tell us who uh, our sponsor is in the quick facts here. Yeah, still, still Mattel Films, Barbie. Um, warning, you may cause spontaneous dance parties. Oh, spontaneous mm. dance parties, huh? Yeah, that's what we're all into. I actually finally watched Barbie. Mattel sent me a copy of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, mm. I, I must say, um, I don't really understand all the bitching about this film. It just was pretty fun. Not at all. Yeah, just a I, silly and funny movie. Yeah. Did you watch it finally? Yeah, Breath. my daughter made me go to it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a well-done film. Like that that opening uh, parody of 2001 Space Odyssey was really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Weird weird Barbie might have... Weird Barbie and Ken kind of like outshined everything. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Weird Barbie was pretty damn funny. <laughs> I don't know when they show up in LA and they're all like crazy and stuff and they're walking around like cowboys and Ken shows up and he's I'm a man, I'm here to make some money. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I'm a man and I want a job. And the guy's like, Well, you need a resume. And he's like, Don't have one. You know, it's just <laughs> Yeah, I was kinda over all this once I realized there wasn't that many horses. Yeah. <laughs> horses are just extensions of men. Oh, that's great. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of jokes. With I actually kind of thought for a second that maybe they made Ken a little too funny. Yeah, no. I don't know, it, wouldn't <laughs> me, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets an Academy Award nomination out of this. I mean, the movies are so bad this year. Why not? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard Blue Beetle's killing it, but then I also seen another article that says Blue Beetle's not killing it, and I was like, which one? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I hope it does well. I mean, I don't ever cheer for these superhero films to do bad. I just feel like a lot of them lately have just found a way to be bad. Except Guardians 3. Woo, that one rocked. I liked it. I, seen that I haven't one seen that yet. Oh, seen you it. should, it's yeah. uh, incredibly sad. Yeah, it's pretty dark, too, for a <laughs> yeah. really, really good superhero film. But I mean, the characters are fantastic. But anyway... How about the characters that made this film, Brad? Why don't you bring us the quick facts? Oh, yeah, I didn't practice these, so it's going to be tough here. So we got directed by Jun Fukada, screenplay by Hiroyasu Yamamura and Jun Fukada, story by Sunichi Sezakawa, Masimi Fukushima, distributed by Toho. <laughs> They're going to get into it with, the, with our boys who did Independence Day in the late 90s. Um, Let's see, deliberately released on the 21st of March, 1974 in Japan. Wasn't released in the United States until 1988. Running time at 84 minutes, budget of 1.2 million, which would be 7.4 million today. Box office 20 million. That's 123 million today. So that's a nice turnaround there. 86% in Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter, and a 62% audience score. I assume that's American audience score. Japanese, I bet she has a lot higher. <laughs> yeah, we're having a little problem with it. <laughs> we're having audio issues with the. Brad's coming in a little bit as a robot. He said Rotten Tomatoes there at 86% on the tomato meter and 62% on the audience score. You brought up how much it made in the box office. That's incredible. There's a 1.2 uh, budget and then comes comes out at $20 million. Wow. Good job, Toho. That's incredible. Yeah, it's almost a 20 to 1 return on their investment there. Yeah. Now, I wonder if this is a really good if this was typical or if this was just a really popular one, because, you know, I'm not going to go look up all of them. There is so many. Yeah, I know. It's incredible, but they're making their own channel for a reason. Yeah. 
Pluto TV, baby. I did watch a little bit of that uh, like three weeks ago. It was just a random Godzilla film. I mean, they give you exactly what they promise. It's just a random film that just 24 hours. I think this one ranks pretty high in the popularity level, too, because South Park, I remember, parodied this one with Mecha Streisand. <laughs> Barbara Streisand turns into Mecha Godzilla. I love how South Park has done so many episodes that somehow Brad has like, hey, you know, South Park made fun of this. <laughs> South Park and the Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons did it. Uh, I'll, I'll try to, to read off the uh, starring here. Uh, 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 um. Masaki Daman as Kusaki Shimzu. And then we've got Kazuo Ayayama <laughs> as Mashiki <laughs> Mashiko Shizumu. This is awful. Uh, we, we don't mean any insult. In the, I don't know just... what I'm doing. <laughs> I just like looking at this. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Akihiko? Yeah. Haredo? Harada? As Professor something. Whatever. Uh, and then uh, Hirosha Kozuma as the other professor. Which, by the way, going through this film, like so many, these two professors, I didn't know who was who at one point. And, I, and then I looked up and like one of them had been arrested by the bad guys. And I'm like, Wait, is that the one that like had the artifact or is this? I don't. Wh what is this other one doing? I was so confused because I all I heard constantly was professor, professor, professor. And I'm like, I don't know who's who. Yeah. And, and this is the kind of movie you look away for a minute. You're like, what? What, <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. is going on? Yeah. <laughs> There's a cave somewhere. They go to Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the cave. Yeah, that one threw me because I missed the first time when they went into it. But this, I don't know how, but the second time when they're like, oh, this must be where we get in through the secret entrance. And I was like, what this, are you talking about? The stalagmite. Yeah. <laughs> and they open it up and push a button. That looks straight out of Austin Powers. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, no trailers on the re-release here, which is really sad. Uh, I, I made sure to watch after the film and it didn't have a trailer after so boo but i promise you next week we've got some pretty good one spectacular trailer. yeah that definitely belongs in yeah. its own museum win all right let's share the screen here and then uh we're gonna watch a nice little trailer now i didn't check this out guys so if this is shit just blame me i don't <laughs> I love the Toho intros. Oh man, is this just going to be two minutes of Godzilla screaming? Earth conquering bionic monster. Yep. That's so I'm gonna find, yeah, we're going to find a different trailer. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, no. 
What the hell was that? I don't remember that ape making that sound. Kimi Atarada, Daiuchi Black Hole, Daisan Waxe no Chikyu Safe Kushrekans. Oh, yeah, the, the totally rad guy who comes out of nowhere and he's like, oh, I work for the Secret Service or whatever. I don't get why Japanese movies don't get more popular. Like these intros are just, or the trailers are tight. You know? Yeah, I mean, like there's no false advertisement here. <laughs> no. They'd rather stare at some sweaty man biceps. <laughs> I think we got it. That's why you should always, uh, you know, look look over your trailers before you play them. <laughs> we'll edit in a good one. It's Hopefully. I mean, if one even exists. And just a little clip, I guess, maybe, where they're talking. Boy, I, uh, I this this one like at first you're like oh you know a turtle monster on an island i was like okay i get it it i guess that's gonna you know play into the story but then some crazy old man and a young girl is on the screen and i'm like are all the godzillas the early godzillas this goofy yeah are they as far as i know i just i guess i haven't watched I, them in such a i think that's time. the ones we watched too though like that's the ones we would buy and own is the goofy ones so i know there was an unknown metal that they found in a mountain uh and then of course the ominous prophecy when a black mountain appears above the clouds a huge monster will arise and try to destroy the world but when the red moon sets the sun rises in the west two monsters shall appear to save the people Okay. I was like, that's a long prophecy. Uh, so let's get into that. <laughs> uh, and then like, so they were showing professors, you know, with this, this one girl at one time. And they're like, this is the King Caesar statue. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I know who Caesar is. I know who that is. Yeah. So that statue, you guys have ever seen um, uh, the exorcist? It looks like the Pazuzu statue. Yeah, uh, yeah it does. Yeah, it does. Good call on that. I wonder if they took that from it. That movie's so bizarre. Why not? <laughs> Exorcist 3. <laughs> Exorcist 3, I remember being a pretty good one. Exorcist that, 2 is the psycho one, right? No, Exorcist 3 is the Africa one with all the locusts. No, that's that's 2. Is that? Yeah. Oh, that's it, my favorite one. Um, The third one is uh, where he's like locked up in a room. And I think they're in a hospital. Well, a mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got them backwards. Uh, and then we get a Godzilla that goes crazy on a city. And I was like, oh, no, Godzilla, don't do that. 
And then we find out, oh, that's a fake Godzilla. See a little bit of the skin come off there. And then he almost freaking kills that little. What is that thing called? Uh, I don't know. It's like a turtle monster. Turtle monster um, gets away, though, luckily. I know he was about to rip its jaw open. I was like, damn, fake Godzilla. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking brutal. I know you see the little blood dripping from the the things like oh yeah Anguirus. Anguirus. Anguirus, yeah, Anguirus, right? well, he almost dies yeah he gets lucky to get out of there and then godzilla shows up you know there's a clear his good name he's like hey i didn't kill that i didn't try to kill that little turtle monster i can tell you what imagine being the aliens that like created the skin for mecha godzilla and then Godzilla comes along and just like takes it right off. You're like, oh, just my God, that took weeks, months. Just melts it. Yeah. Fuck Godzilla. Do you know how long it took? Terminate stronger. And that right there is exactly where uh, James Cameron got his idea for Terminator. He's like, did what you, if I I'm did? going with that. Yeah. Did you interview him for that? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Is oh. this an exclusive? I mean, he probably loved B movies. It's got to be it, right? Uh, this is a, a G movie for Godzilla. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah, I should have done that. I should have done that joke. Damn. Uh, he does get his ass kicked, though. But I mean, like I said, there's like a, there's like a system or a template for this. Godzilla shows up, gets his ass kicked by the monster, and then he retreats just like he does in this one and somehow gets electricity, which recharges him. I don't know how that works. I don't know a ton about Godzilla's origin, but uh, I mean, I know he's nuclear powered. So why does the electric? Well, shouldn't he go to a nuclear power plant to get energy? Yeah, no, I don't know. He's kind of like the Highlander, I guess. He like just absorbs the power. <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense. Would. It's an allegory for nuclear bombs. Yeah, I think the, the allegory for. I think the allegory is long gone by this point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just like it was so bizarre when the one uh, guy who was trying to kill someone turns into an ape monster and not even just an ape monster, an ape alien thing. I was like, well, I don't remember this from my childhood. Yeah. And they like said, wouldn't it be weird if these were piloted? It was like piloted by apes at one line. And then it turns out that they're like ape monsters. I was like, what the hell? That's a weird telegraph. Yeah. Uh, speaking of telegraphs, too, there's that whole um, start where they gives that pipe. The professor has that pipe. You know, that's going to come yeah. back later. Yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. understand what it does. He's like, if you separate them, it does a thing in between them. And I was like, I... Huh? OK, we'll figure it out later. Did you notice the pipe is like meticulously handcrafted? Yes. And then on the bottom, it has like his initials carved into it and like crayon drawn over it to color in the the colors it's just like really shitty on the bottom <laughs> and like everything else is like perfectly machined uh again i didn't know the difference between the two professors i really i was like oh okay and then like the random cool guy who comes out and he's like hey man i'm gonna i'm gonna help you get these ape creatures i was like okay he's i must like, miss something <laughs> he just falling and went around just shoots that one ape creature when he's trying to steal the, they thought they lost it, right? And he'd saved it, so he'd put it the the Pazuzu statue somewhere else. Yeah, he like had it in his bag. And they're yeah. trying to get that that statue because then they couldn't summon the the King Caesar. Yeah, 
we need it. Well, and I guess King Caesar is where the old man and the daughter at the beginning comes into play. Yeah, she's like uh, the lineage of the royal family that can unlock. Yeah, and the only way to like wake up King Caesar is to sing to him. Like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, but they no. do that. They do the same thing with Mothra. Yeah, I guess it's I just the three ladies sing for Mothra. Oh, it was pretty rough to listen to her sing. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, and then I know like uh, the the two guys and the daughter, um, when they explore the cave and they get in, they end up getting captured by the ape-like aliens from the third planet of the black hole. Yeah, that's really what I looked up and found. Nice. They throw them in that like sauna room that's yeah, melting like, them the whole time. Yeah, by sauna. Like, it looks kind of pleasant, actually. <laughs> Not for a bit. Yeah, until you die. <laughs> or <Horrible Yeah. death. laughs> It's like, I always like, man, an Iron Maiden would probably be really good at yeah. a certain point. Was oh, it was nice an interview. I was going to say was, the reporter. You got notes? What? <laughs> Sorry. So there was a, was there like a Matsumoto professor in this? Which reminded me, there's a guy named Matsumoto... Matt's is what he's called. He invented the Ruby programming languages. So if you ever use like Airbnb or Stripe, um, that's what those uh, those run on. Random tech facts from Brad. Yeah. <laughs> no cooking facts, tech facts. Uh, yeah. So the reporter ended up being the Interpol agent, which I guess Interpol is something in Japan. I don't know. Like cool agent guy. It's European. It's like that whole European. Was he European though? No, it's like Europe and Asia's FBI, CIA. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard Interpol before used. They just like, I don't know what it is in Japan though. And it's a a band. They're pretty good. Yeah. Also. And then uh, I wrote here somehow they rise King Caesar from the lunar eclipse. And they uh, put the yeah. statue it gets it gets the sun off that's of right the, yeah the, right, yeah i don't remember much of this movie that's why i like watching them the day or two before i'm sorry i got my teeth pulled but <laughs> She's like, wake like up king caesar like, that day uh the the mirage sun and the other sun bounce into the the eyes and then it shoots across and she's like i must get him i thought she was gonna swim across to get him, she just ran down the beach. I was it's like, "You like, gonna swim that far? Swim across and just nudge him awake, nag him awake. Hey, 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 wake up!" Uh, yeah, this I mean, is where I the gotta, movie gets good. Yes, finally, we get to the end where this, you know, like giant three monster fight goes on, and uh, Mega Godzilla though is really holding his own, kicking some ass here. Uh, King Caesar is a very weird Power Ranger looking bad guy very much so yeah i mean there's clear inspiration here uh and like the, the cowardly lion but like on a shoestring budget yeah it's not the best i i mean they spent all their money on mecha godzilla which is really cool i mean he turns into a rocket flies across and hits and godzilla. godzilla sucks him back like a magnet at that one time yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Dude, you could see the strings the whole time holding Mechagodzilla up as he's like trying to fly all slow. And as it shoots <laughs> rockets out of his fingers and his toes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this movie, if you just boiled it down to like all the fighting stuff, top notch. 
Yeah. I think that's great. I would say the last 20 minutes of this movie is fantastic because then, you know, he turns into a magnet and basically just fucks him up with electricity. Like, and then yeah. they start doing like some wrestling moves off the top rope in a Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't uh, King... back in the go ahead, go. back in the cave, back in the cave. They're like disabled. They're kind of like doing a little sabotage to disable Mecha Godzilla too, and taking out the aliens at the same time with the pipe. They threw it on pipe, each yeah. side of the computer, and they're like, "Now run!" <laughs> and they but fucking they killed kill these apes, by the way. I, I don't get it. They killed everybody, and then they had to destroy the computer. Just turn it off. No, blow it up. There's got to be some technology in there they could have used. Oh, oh, probably. Or at least sold it to someone that could use it. I mean, you the guys got to be thinking about this. I don't know why the fuck the aliens were here with Mechagodzilla. Because if you're smart enough to build a Mechagodzilla, you would probably be smart enough, I don't know, to build an atomic bomb and just blow up your enemies. Take what you want. Didn't yeah, they want the, the humans to start fighting Godzilla again and have them destroy each other? So that the plan Yeah, that was their original plan, but then it fucked up because Godzilla came and everyone knew, like, hey, Godzilla didn't attack the city. It's these assholes and this giant robot. Two Godzillas. You know, this goes back to your um predator analogy earlier, where it's like Earth must not be a very, you know hot target because every alien species that tries to conquer us sends like their dumbest, their absolute worst <laughs> dumbest. <laughs> they send all the F students to do you it. Know, like the predators are all like the like the equivalent of like a dentist or something going on a safari hunt. Yeah, these are the ones well, who, like, I must, they must grade school. these I imagine they grade these planets and then they look at ours and they're like, ah, that one's not doing too too hot. Send the send the the C team <laughs> to take over. <laughs> oh no, they're covered in water. Who would know? <laughs> so what? World the worlds and signs get destroyed by water. No, War of the Worlds was just bacteria. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, and then there was what 2012. Wasn't that one just a bunch of natural disasters all at once? Oh, the movie too. Yeah. Wasn't that our boys, Devlin and Emmerich, we're going to cover in a couple movies? From yeah, I think it was. I'm trying to think, wasn't there one where global warming killed us? That was another one by what? Devlin and Emmerich, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you mean the oh, Weather Channel, yeah. the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah <that laughs> the Weather Channel goes sucked. wild. I don't even remember anything from it except like it's winter's coming. Statue of Liberty on the cover, frozen over. I know they make fun of Arnold too, so I was like pretty upset about that. They make fun of Arnold in that movie. I think they make they a thinly veiled insult at Arnold. Man. He's gonna beat them up one day. Just you wait. Hey. He'll be in his eighties and still beat them up. Uh, anyway, yeah, like we we're saying, they uh, the humans blow up the base. We kill the aliens. We kill Mecha Godzilla. They kill everything. I was like, okay, damn Japan, you're not fucking around here. I get it. And then Caesar goes back into his hole and the mountain explodes back on him. Yeah. And just like rebuilds itself. <laughs> and then Godzilla just walks away. And I think like the Hulk music plays in the background, you know. <laughs> he just <laughs> like walking away to the sunset. He's like, in my right, job here is done. I'm going to go to sleep for a bit. So at this point, is Godzilla, did he start out as like an enemy of the people? Now he's like a friend yeah. of everybody. 
Okay. I think they call him the the defender of Earth, and now Kong is part of that. But I think it's just predators. This is their territory. So he wants to kill any competition because I'm sure he eats yeah. us. He's got to eat something. Oh, oh wait, he, no, we find out he eats fish. Well, wow. every Godzilla. That's a lot of fish. <laughs> hey, Matthew Broderick told us what he eats. <laughs> we we got through that. Uh, there's not much trivia on this film. Uh, I did find out that the uh, Mechagodzilla suit, surprisingly, everyone was really heavy and hard for the actor to move around in. I was like, oh, oh you couldn't tell. <laughs> I do like on the the suit on Mechagodzilla, you can see the guy's face through the grill a lot of times. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I watched it on the VHS because I saw that it was on, you know, like Tubi and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the the wires weren't as bad. But even this VHS, you could clearly see the wires on one point where it was really bad. The magnets um, where I really seen it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly where it was, where yeah. it was like zooming towards them. I'm like, ooh, but I, guys. I want to I want to see the wires and stuff on older films. I like it. I appreciate it. It's nice to see how they do it. And I probably have this on VHS when I was sorting all my stuff. I was like, I'm not really a fan of Godzilla. I like watching them with people, but mm-hmm. it's not something like I actively search, except for the new ones. I think though some of those are really good. And then, uh, but then halfway through, I was like, fuck it. They are fun on a rainy day to drink beer and watch. So I was like, yeah. started collecting them. Yeah, they they have their their fun times. I mean, sometimes you got to fast forward through some of this nonsense. This one, not so much. This one, I was just like, what the fuck did I miss? Like, I swear I would get up and, you know, like get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and come back and be like, what is going on? I got up to get food and came back and I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, "Uh oh, I should really remember this. I'll take these notes and then I'll forget them. And then three weeks later, when we review it, I don't know, eight monsters. Yeah. Something. And I don't I don't have a remote for my VCR. So sometimes uh-huh. I just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I love how if I scroll down in the notes, I see Brad just puts, you know, chat GPT. Hey there, listeners. <laughs> Welcome back to another thrilling episode of Analog Jones. I'm Steve from St. Louis, Missouri. And joining me as always, my fantastic <laughs> co-host, Chris from Davenport, Iowa. Omaha, Nebraska. How's it going, guys? Doxing us, Brad. (laughs) Hey, Steve, I'm ready to dive into some giant monster action today. Absolutely, Chris. You know, today's topic is going to hit a home run. Excuse me. It's going to hit home for a lot of us who grew up with these classic kaiju films. We're talking about the ultimate showdown, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Uh, you know how people it is put good. Clips? I did read that whole thing and I was like, that is nice. You know how people put those clips up and everything uh, of their like podcast. That, that's the clip that we should just show. It's always chat GPT and everyone's like, these guys are really professional. Sound great. <laughs> <laughs> Until they hear us and they're like, this is a goddamn mess. Well said, Chris. So to all of our listeners out there who haven't experienced the epic clash of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, we highly recommend giving it a watch. Whether you're reliving old memories or discovering it for the first time, this film is sure to bring a smile to your face. I mean, we should just read yeah. these scripts. I mean, this chat GPT does better than we do. <laughs> no. Hey, we got we have 14, 15 people now. Yeah, we just it's... told them all, it's like, if you want to upgrade, just go get chat GPT. 
the problem with those is it always sounds like someone writing what people are supposed to sound like. That's what they I, always sound. I also good. don't like some podcasts that are like super heavily scripted. Oh yeah. Where somebody's just reading and you can tell. I was like, that's a little boring. And we're not going to. Isn't ever the whole have that point problem. of a? No. Isn't the whole point well, of a podcast supposed to be unscripted? Yeah, I mean, if you listen to like informational ones, yeah, uh, I I get that more. I discovered a new podcast I've been listening to. It's like four plus people using one mic, and I'm like, this is chaotic and awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that might be rough to get through. But this movie wasn't rough to get through. Well, for the most part. Uh, so uh, recommendations, Brad, you picked it. What do you think? I recommend it, especially if you're a Godzilla or a Japanese kaiju fan. Yeah. How about you, Chris? It's weird. Finish, Brad. Oh, yeah. it's, just, it's weird. Oh, <laughs> okay. Are you finished? <laughs> yeah, Let, no, me finish. No, no, finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, yeah, I recommend it. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's strange. Uh, just have it on the background when you're hanging out with your buds or whatever. I mean, out of the ones that I remember, this is definitely the weirdest one. Uh, I think you could easily put this on at a bar or, you know, say in the background of a party. I just think it's it's got enough in it where you, people can look at it and be like, what? What is going on? And that's kind of the reaction you want when you put a movie on in the background. Yeah, we used to put movies on while we played Magic, like a bunch of us together. And this would definitely be one that yeah. would just play in the background and you'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? So let's go on to the museum. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle and bring something back to our Godzilla wing of the museum. Could you imagine this wing of the museum? It'd be crazy. Just be destroyed. Yeah. Just Big piles of Godzilla. shit everywhere. Just walk through Godzilla's mouth to get to the museum. Uh, Brad, you picked it. What do you got for the museum? I got to go with that Pazuzu statue. King Caesar, that statue. That's awesome. How about you, Chris? What are you putting in? Uh, you know the scene where Caesar, Godzilla, and Mechagodzilla are fighting? And it's like three minutes of just explosions happening to Mechagodzilla <laughs> back and forth. And just screaming and <laughs> yeah. wailing. Like that. That is the best part of this movie. Uh, I'm going to put Mechagodzilla's suit in. I especially love it when King Caesar, like Godzilla's in front of him, King Caesar's behind him, and he just like rotates his head. <laughs> that's, I laughed. I don't know why. I just laughed. I was just like, yep, that's exactly what a robot should do. Uh, yeah, that would be mine. Just sitting in the museum, and it as soon as you walk in, its head turns to look right at you. Perfect. Love it. All right. We're going to be back next week with another Godzilla film. Probably be another fast one. And I know Chris is a huge fan of the one that I pick next week. Huge. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's my favorite. Yeah. As you can tell from his silence, he loved it's, it. It's the best year ever. That's true. That's true. That, that should help you guess. It ends in a year. All right, so uh, Chris, tell them, where can they find us on the social medias? Oh, uh, we got an Instagram, Analog Jones TOF. Uh, we got a Facebook page, uh, Analog Jones Temple of Film. 
And we have a Gmail account, which is analogjonestof at gmail.com. Did I get all that yeah, correct? Yeah, drop us an email. Drop I need to email. write this on a post-it. Send us an email. Yeah, maybe the, we'll review the, one of your films. We do that sometimes. It's been a while, though. We hated the last one, so we'll do we'll do it again and probably hate it, too. But we'll watch it. <laughs> I remember I've got a request a long, long time ago from like that DC cab movie. We should really watch that one time just for that one person who emailed us. And I kind of forgot about it. Put it on the back burner. DC cab. Yeah, it was like an early 80s. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess taxi driver. No, not taxi driver, not taxi. But I, I'm wondering if it was around that time period because it, it's just an 80s comedy, wacky comedy about people working in a cab. I, I don't even know what you call them. Just like a cab service. Oh, and I assume in Washington, D.C. 1983 comedy with Mr. T, Gary P.C., Adam Baldwin. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd watch that. It sounds bonkers i mean uh-huh. just who, who's starring in it it's crazy oh, yeah, let's talk about buttered sausage okay uh well we'll be back next week like i said for with another godzilla film so remember to be kind and rewind and rewind